thing uh, during the moment. It, it, it was really a, a true moment of, of humanity. That's Pascal Hunt, who helped collect 13 Israelis and four Thai nationals last night. Among them was nine-year-old Irish Israeli girl Emily Hand. Ireland's president says she's been through an extremely traumatic time. 39 Palestinian prisoners were also freed as part of the truce. Scotland's NHS is under threat, according to SNP party leaders. It comes after the Chancellor's autumn statement on Wednesday cut funding to the service in real terms. SNP's Westminster leader Stephen Flynn says it needs to be protected. I don't think anyone's in any doubt that the NHS is our most valued and arguably our most important public service. It is always there when we need it most and it's why we need to protect it particularly now when we know the the pressures that it is under. In Scottish sport news, Rangers boss Philippe Clement says his entire squad has to be ready to play their part ahead of a hectic schedule. They head to Aberdeen in the Scottish Premiership this afternoon. That's followed by the resumption of their Europa League campaign with the League Cup final also to come next month. Clement says he's planning to rotate his team. We know it's 12 games in 37 days, so there's a really, really big opportunity for all the players in the squad to get chances. So we need a really big squad with with everybody on his toes to to have this highest performance. Leader Celtic remain nine points ahead despite a one-all draw to Motherwell and St Mirren sit third thanks to a one-nil victory over Livingston. And finally, clear skies can mean possible sightings of the Northern Lights. Stargazers up north were lucky enough to spot the phenomenon last night sharing images on social media. Forecasters predict that the Aurora Borealis is tipped to put in an appearance again tonight. Fast solar winds bring the possibility of additional enhancement into Monday morning. Go radio weather with the Centre Livingston. Shop, eat and play with over 150 shops and restaurants to choose from. Early brightness then a mostly cloudy day. Many places dry this morning but some light rain edging into this afternoon. Highs of 4 degrees in Airdrie, Bridge of Weir and here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. 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 Let's go. This is Pink Go Radio. Number one for Glasgow and the West. If someone told me that the world would end tonight, you could take all that I got for once, I wouldn't start a fight. You could have my liquor, take my dinner, take my fun. My birthday cake, my soul, my dog, take everything I love. But oh, one thing I'm never gonna do is throw away my dancing shoes. And oh, Lord, don't try me, really, not tonight. Try me really not tonight I'll lay 
Hey, it's Sam Smith. Go radio. Number one for Glasgow and the West. I want you to hold me. Don't let me go. Be the one and only. Take all control. Stay with me forever. Never going to not dance again and still to come. Classic U2 on the way shortly. Uh, good morning, Sir Joe. It is Sunday and it's Sunday morning. It's freezing outside. Uh, hopefully you're just kind of kicking back, chilling today. But if you've got something to do, uh, then, you know, it's, it's well, you don't want... Well, it's a good day to be inside, doing things, shopping. Now, don't spend too much money on me now. Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. No space to rent in this town You're out of luck And the reason that you had to care The traffic is stuck And you're not moving anywhere You thought you found a friend To take you out of this place Someone you can lend a hand in return for grace It's a beautiful day Sky falls, you feel 
Watch my yelling, I shit, I dress Spotless, that's bad to the bone Make me wanna bone, put me in the triple X zone 
princess Not like a hooker But more like a princess queen Empress, president Pull anywhere you go on earth Cause you're beautiful Okay,
give up. Past ten, Sunday morning, cold and frosty today. Uh, right, still to come very soon. Uh, we have uh, the Go Radio Business Show with our good friends at Workflow Solutions. So Tom Hunter, uh, Lord Willie Hockey are going to be here from ten. Uh, sorry, eleven o'clock today. It's just about well, forty minutes from now, and uh, we'll get talk about the guests and all the bits and pieces, and crucially, how you can get in contact with the team for some future advice. Two of Scotland's premier entrepreneurs, really top, top, top of the game, and you get advice for free all the details as I say are on the website now this is go.co.uk but they're here just after 11 this morning go Go Radio and Home Store and more are giving you the chance to win a gift card up to the value of £250 to spend in store or online this Christmas listen to Crofty and Grado next week on Go Radio Breakfast as we put your general knowledge to the test win on Go Radio with Home Store and more enjoy Christmas at the East Kilbride store or online. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk Get a mile ahead with Mile Cars, Glasgow's new private hire taxi company. Beat the Christmas rush and track your ride in real time. Whether it's for business or pleasure, enjoy a hassle-free journey with our reliable and professional drivers. Download the Mile Cars app now and with the code GETAMILE get a 15% discount on your first trip. Search for Mile, M-Y-L-E, Cars. Need to navigate Glasgow? Get a Mile. Your journey, our mission. I'm at a party I don't want to be at And I don't ever wear a suit and tie I'm Wondering if I can sneak out the back Nobody's even looking me in my eyes you take my hand, finish my drink, say shall we dance, hell yeah You know I love you, did I ever tell you, you make it better like that Don't think I fit in at this party Everyone's got so much to say Yeah, I always feel like I'm nobody mm. Who wants to fit in anyway Cause I don't care when I'm with my baby Party, we don't wanna be at. Turn on top, but we can't hear ourselves. Speechless, I'd rather kiss them right back. But all these people all around are crippled with anxiety. But I'm told it's where I'm supposed to be. You know what? It's kinda crazy, cause I really don't mind. Can you make it better like that? Don't think we fit in at this party. Everyone's got so much to say. Oh, yeah. Cause I don't care when I'm with my baby, yeah All the bad things disappear yeah, You're making me feel like maybe I am somebody
your part You just jump in the car and get down at the body blurry Cyrus Jaded uh, Carmen Brokenhearted before that Good morning to Joe on a Sunday And it is the Go Weekend We're going to be talking about how you can be a Go Radio winner Coming up in a little while from now Plus songs from Peggy Goo And we'll do some Major Laser on the way Next to go Caledonia Gladiators are back in action On Thursday the 30th of November at 7.45pm family tickets. They host Bristol Flyers at their new top of the range arena based at Play Sporty Scobride and you could be part of the crowd. For your chance to win head over to thisisgo.co.uk Tickets are on sale now at caledoniagladiators.com Win with Go Radio and Caledonia Gladiators Scotland's professional men's basketball team. With over 70 retailers under one roof, you'll find the perfect Christmas gift at the Forge Indoor Market. There's activities and a Santa post box for the kids. Parking's free and we're outside the LEZ zone. So come in at the cold for a bite to eat and Christmas shopping at the Forge Indoor Market, Duke Street, Glasgow. Open Thursday to Sunday, 10 till 5. And we're open Christmas Eve too. Check out the Forge Indoor Market Facebook and Instagram page. Stand up like a soldier, baby. Yeah, I know you been like that. Got it like a holster, baby. Show them say you're wicked like that. We live where the war is raging. Chasing our crazy dreams. Hoping that the bridge won't cave in. So now we'll let it all go free.
your desire But you light it up and your aim getting higher I dey wait for Messiah But until that day I'ma rise up high I put my light in the air I wanna see everywhere I wanna see you And you might too wanna see
Glasgow and the West, thank you for choosing us. It is very much appreciated. It is. We know you've got a choice. This is Go Radio. You've made the right choice. Still to come, Little Mix, Wings on the way shortly. I don't know whether you, uh, like me last night, were you're sifting through social media uh, and all these friends of mine were putting up, who kind of live near me, were putting up pictures of Northern Lights and all that. Well, I was tempted. I hit the garden, I was like, I'm in the garden, I can't want to miss this. Apparently it was all very visible last night across Glasgow and the West. I didn't see anything, I was in the garden looking up like that. Is it a constant or is it a flash? What is it? So well done to you if you got a got a picture, would be great. Uh, but if you managed to see the Northern Lights last night, apparently I did a little bit of Googling. Apparently they're always there, we just don't see them. It's Anyway, it's, oh, I'll wait, I don't know. Try again tonight.
place I know you wanna go is a good life. Fresher to me. I am empty, 
Don't know what 
City, Ellie Goulding, New Love, Maloko. Before that, and the time is now. That'll do it back at midday today. Stick around for the Go Radio Business Show with the friends at Workflow Solutions, Sir Tom Hunter, Lord Willie Hockey, and special guest this morning, Callie Russell, the visionary founder of This Is Unfolded. More details with the top team after news at 11. Next to go. Christmas is go. And Crofty and Grado are getting ready to officially launch the festive playlist at 8 o'clock on Friday the 1st of December. It's beginning to look a lot like... This year we've teamed up with Motherwell Theatre to give you the chance of winning a magical festive trip with your family to see Jack and the Beanstalk. Counting down Glasgow and the West top 10 Christmas songs of all time with Motherwell Theatre Panto, Jack and the Beanstalk at the Ravenscraig Regional Sports Facility. Don't miss Jack and the Beanstalk this Christmas. For more information and to vote, visit thisisgo.co.uk. Get your home Christmas ready at Select Blinds and Shutters. Shop our incredible range of quality blinds and wooden shutters at affordable prices. Right now, buy three vertical or roller blinds for £79 or three blackout rollers for £119 on selected fabrics with a free home consultation and fitting service. For vertical Venetian roller wooden and motorised blinds, click on Select Blinds .co.uk. Check out our Facebook page or visit Select Blinds and Shutters at Coat Bank Street, Coatbridge. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker. Just say lunch, go radio. This is Go Radio News. Good morning, it's 11 o'clock. I'm Louise Hanna. Hamas have announced that four of their military commanders have been killed in the Gaza Strip. The news comes after 17 hostages were released by the militant group overnight as part of the four-day truce. 13 of those were Israeli nationals who are now in hospital. Palestinian media reports say 39 prisoners in Israeli jails have been released. The agreement also includes provisions to allow humanitarian aid into Gaza after weeks of bombardment by the Israeli military. Nazi Tabish is a doctor there and is determined to continue. To be frank, if the ceasefire continues, I'll be here in the hospital in the mornings, carrying out my duties and then in the clinic in the evening. But if the ceasefire is over and there's no new ceasefire, I'll go to the refugee centres like any other citizens and I'll carry out my duties from the schools. Road policing officers are appealing for information after a man was struck by a car in Glasgow city centre last night. Around 10pm, the 32-year-old man was walking on Kikadens Road when he was struck. Police and ambulance attended and he was taken to the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital where staff describe his condition as critical. Budget cuts and privatisation are NHS Scotland's latest threats. SNP's Westminster leader Stephen Flynn is calling the Chancellor's autumn statement, which saw cuts to the service, unforgivable. The Chancellor's decision to effectively implement a real terms cut to the NHS budget is unforgivable and it's vital that we protect our NHS and the best way to do that is of course to vote for the Scottish National Party and of course for Scotland to become an independent country. The comments come after repeated threats to privatise the NHS from Labour's Shadow Hill Secretary, Wes Streeting. In Scottish sport news, Celtic boss Brendan Rodgers says his team have to be better after missing a penalty in their one-all draw with Motherwell in the Scottish Premiership. But he says the players still gave everything they could. The attitude was there, the commitment was there, um, but probably just like that little bit of finesse and, and uh, a bit of quality in the final third. 
The leaders are nine points clear at the top. And finally, a few keen stargazers were lucky enough to spot the Northern Lights in Scotland last night. If you missed them, then don't worry because forecasters predict that the Aurora Borealis is tipped to put in an appearance again tonight. Fast solar winds and clear skies bring the possibility of additional enhancement into Monday morning. Go ready your weather with the centrelivingston.co.uk. Book breakfast with Santa online. Early brightness, then a mostly cloudy day. Many places dry this morning, but some light rain edging into this afternoon. Highs of four degrees in Bells Hill, Inverkip, and here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. The Go Radio Business Show with Sir Tom Hunter and Lord Willie Hockey. It must have been the best kept secret in 25 years. Did when you I, hear the BBC I guy going? You might have this guy, the oh two people goodness. on Sky, they were laughing. <laughs> they went, oh, and here is, the, here is the Range Rover drawing and the door is opening and who's getting out? Oh my, oh my, it's David Cameron. It was great to see what the headline was and one of the nationals was, Suella binned, Dave recycled. <laughs> With Workflow Solutions. Good morning, Thomas. Morning, Willie. Morning. Oh, it's been a big week. Plenty to talk about this week. Plenty to talk about. On the business front, we'll try and stay away from politics. It's going to be hard, Willie, but we'll try and stay away. But anyway, the budget, Willie, what did you think? What did you think? Well, the autumn statement. Yes. Um, I'm calling it a budget. Right, okay. Well, the autumn statement. Yeah, the autumn statement. I'm going to um, rebrand as the election campaign starts here. <laughs> <laughs> There's an election coming up. Well, uh, well you certainly that. think so after the the budget. But uh, no, there's a few things in in, in this in the statement that are that are obviously good for business. Being able to expense twenty five percent tax back on you know any capital spend in relation to manufacturing and machine has got to be a good thing. Yes, it's indeed. interesting that they said that that would be forever. So, and I see today that somebody for the CBI is saying, "Well, I hope the next government carries that on if there is one." <laughs> okay, right. right. But but the one thing that they were trying to take all the credit for that the people you know really need to realise that they. The, the lift in the minimum wage for, I think, for just over 2 million people, that yep. sounds great and it sounds great coming for a Chancellor. But that burden is not on the government. It's on small business. You know, that anybody think that that was a great thing done by the government, um, it was not. That was a tax on small businesses and, and big businesses. It's great. It's great that they're living, you know, we're lifting the living wage, but don't as the Chancellor try and stand up there and take the credit for it. Yeah, I know it, for the people who get the wage um, increase, and it's going to about £11.44 for somebody over 23, yeah. which on the face of it has got to be a good thing, Willie. Yeah. But it's mainly small businesses, as you say, who employ these folks. And the one thing you've got to ask if you're running a small business is, can I afford to pay somebody that, or am I going to have to cut back? So it's never easy, Willie. It's never straightforward. For those getting it, well done. For those having to pay it, my goodness, you're going to have to dig dig deep and look. I mean, at the end of the day, who ends up paying? It's got to be customers because, you know, governments don't have any money. We talk about it every week. But, um, yeah, Um, double-edged sword, that one, Willie. Yeah, and I think the the NI reduction is, is a good thing. Right. Um, 
And, and I said that way back in the, the time when, when Gordon Brown surprised everyone by increasing the NI, I was on a panel the following morning for the Herald and um, I actually said, well, you've probably got the wrong on, guy on this morning because I don't think this is a good thing. Yeah. Um, I said, I don't mind an increase in corporation tax because you're paying it because you've made money. Yep. But you could actually be losing money and now you've got an increase in NI. So I would welcome the reduction for the employees on NI of that two pence. That's, that's also yeah. good news. So if if an employee is earning about 50000 um, they're going to save about £600 a year, Willie. And they've also decreased it for self-employed. So if you're a self-employed person earning about thirty grand a year, you're going to save about three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. So you know that's got to be that's got to be welcome. But you know this is where <laughs> chancellors play with a bit of sleight of hand because he has frozen where income tax comes in. He's frozen those bans, Willie. So that really is an income tax increase for everybody. Yes. So. He takes it with one hand <laughs> and he gives it back with another hand. But I think a really important point for Scottish businesses here is on business rates. The Chancellor has said for the rest of the UK, he is freezing the multiplier on small business rates and he's keeping the 75% relief for hospitality venues, retail venues and leisure venues. But this is a devolved matter yep. for Scotland and the Scottish Government stopped it um, a few months ago. It's a bit complicated, but it's the, the thing that you know well, the Barnett Consequentials. So yep. Scottish Government's going to get an extra about £281 million because of this, but it's up to them what they do with it. And I would just say in next month's Scottish budget, or it might be a Scottish um, statement, I'm not quite sure what it's called, Willie, um, you'll correct me. And I would say, Scottish Government, you've got to help small businesses. You've got to go with what Westminster's doing. Take the politics out of it and help our small businesses. Well, I think it's a really good point that you make about you know, what's devolved. I was horrified to read this week that the Scottish Government of underinvested ninety-four million pound. It was earmarked for apprenticeships. For apprenticeships, well, apprenticeships. right? I, I missed it. Right. I missed it. So when people think, "Oh, it's the business program," that we're getting too political. No, this is a straight business <laughs> chat that we're having here. I mean, how that could have went to help small businesses it would have been huge. So I'd love to ask someone why that was the case. If there was an, a straight allocation for apprenticeships then why was, why was there an underspend of £94 million? I love I love a wee answer to that one. Right, if anybody's listening from Scottish Government this morning, yeah. just phone in and we'll put you straight through to the studio. Yeah, but <laughs> the, po- the, point, the, the big point you were making there is, is that it will be interesting to see because some of, as you say, some of the things that are in the autumn statement that are devolved to Scotland, some of them will be interesting, especially the one you've just highlighted in relation to hospitality. So it will be interesting to see how the Scottish Government reacts to the autumn statement. Yeah. So um, I was interested to see as well that um, the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, had said that they're going to sell the 38.7% stake in RBS NatWest. 
obviously head, headquartered in um, Scotland through Ngogerburn. I don't think this has got ramifications for jobs, Willie, and I think it's probably a good thing that the government is out of an ownership here because it's, you know, it's a good business. It creates good jobs in Scotland and um, I'd, I wouldn't like to see any more government interference here. Have, have you got any thoughts on that one, Wally? No, I think the more, you know, this, the, the, they get their money back for the money. This was our money that they invested, to be fair, in order to yep. save the bank, right? Um, so for me, the, the, the quicker they can recoup that cash, the better, especially when you think, Tom, and I read this week and I had to read it twice, right, that the government borrowing for this year up to the end of October with 93 billion. Okay? That's a big sum, Billy. Right? So you can take it by the end of the year, it'll be 100. Okay? Yeah. That now means that the combined debt of the UK is just under 2.4 trillion. Wow. Right? So, here's my question to you. See if that was a business. <laughs> when did you get called in with the bank? I, I think if you and I had borrowed that amount, Willie, we'd be up, up in front of the bank manager saying, when we get our money back? <laughs> it's a serious question. When do you get to the position when that your debt is so bad that you lose your AAA status or your AA status, you know, credit worthiness? Or I mean, you know, I'd like somebody to what is the number? <laughs> you know, when do we, when do we get the alarm bells when we need to turn the economy around that we're running at us? They were running at a surplus and not a deficit. So, I mean, this is, this is Willie, people complain about the tax burden and the tax burden across the UK is going to be high for some years to come. But this is because we're paying for the pandemic, we're paying for furlough, we're paying for the small business loans that were given out. There's quite a lot of fraud in there as well, Willie, as you and I know. We're paying for printing money. We are we are paying for all of this because you know once again, the the government takes our money and decides how to spend it. They don't have any money. They don't create any money, and people just need to understand there is there is nothing for nothing here. We pay for these things. The taxpayer pays for it all, and um, the the government can borrow money. And my God, those numbers are eye watering. But at some point. At some point, and it's probably our grandchildren's grandchildren, they might start paying it back. So, in the back of all of that, Tom, and, and just to, you know, to, to summarise what you're saying, so the, the worrying thing of all the news this week, no matter which way we want to try and gloss up the autumn statement, the OBR are telling us that growth is minimal, if at all. And that should be the thing that, two things, we've got the highest tax burden since 1948. Right, we will, according to OBR, most families will be worse off by 2025 by two thousand pound a year with um, disposable income, and growth is running at its lowest for a long, long time. These are the things that that should get people concerned. How do we start to grow the economy much, much quicker than than the numbers that we're seeing at the moment? That's exactly the question, Willie. And I think it being a election year in Westminster next year, they they have by law to, to call it, but the Tories can call it um, a time to suit them. I think they would like to call it in about another 10 years, but anyway, yeah. 
they have got to call it next year. And I think we're going to see some other giveaways, call it what you will, bribes to the electric. I, I don't think the electric are that stupid. Yeah. But I come back to my central point, and I know it's not the politics show, but the UK government and the Scottish government tax us and they decide how to spend it. We are paying for the pandemic. That's why the tax rate is so high. But government spending on things like HS2, on ferries, on failed deposit return schemes, the government is wasting our taxpayers' money. And I think it's time to stop and actually ask your politician, right, how are you spending my money? We need to stand up for this, Willie. Yeah. It's funny, it's a nice wee segment there. The, uh, you mentioned HS2. I see that some of the people in charge of HS2 um, have put it out this week that not enough Scottish companies have been winning contracts. Right, So I okay. believe in the billions that have been spent already, that only £137 million has been awarded to Scottish companies. So um, it's interesting that they're telling us to start, you know, uh, looking for a tender now at a time when they're talking about ceasing <laughs> the, the, the development. It doesn't make, make any sense. sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, uh, I don't know much about this, but I, I, I did read in the paper about Grangemouth and Grangemouth, well, it, it supplies 80% of Scottish fuel. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a joint venture between Ineos, which is... Jim Ratcliffe, the guy who's trying to buy Man United, we might we might do a wee segment on the business of football sometime, Willie, because yes. you know a lot about that. Yeah. So it's a joint venture between Jim Ratcliffe's Ineos and PetroChina, and they're going to close the oil refinery because it's just not competitive anymore. It's not going to close completely. It's going to be a fuel import and distribution business, but there's about 400 jobs at risk. Do you think in their decision-making, the kind of anti-hydrocarbons of Patrick Harvey and co has has put that in Jim Ratcliffe's mind, Willie? Well, it's interesting. and I, I think, yes, to answer the question, I think, yes, it is about the thinking behind it and it helped make the decision. But also it was interesting to see that there was, you know, agreement, again, <laughs> MSP, um, jumping up and down at the thought that Scotland's only oil refinery was closing. <laughs> so it oh. kind of goes against what Patrick Harvey's shouting about. But I've got no doubt that, yes, that that was part of it. But I hope that whatever, you know, when people keep talking about transition, you know, and I said in this article this morning, you know, ask the steel workers, ask the miners how that went. But I hope that whatever the the new development and, and the new ideas for how they want to run Gagemouth will, will mean that there'll be many, many jobs created and I hope that, you know, that there's a there's a balance and, and opportunities for the 400 people there maybe to retrain and, and continue to be working there. Well, let's, let's hope so, Willie. So there's, there's been another circus in Silicon Valley. Wow. Willie, this open AI yeah. and the founder there, a guy called Sam Altman, who's big been the kind of poster boy for responsible, yes. <laughs> responsible AI. So just just for the listeners to try and recap, I'll just give you a wee seven days recap. So seven days ago, the board of OpenAI, and it's a it's a different board structure in America, and when 
OpenAI was set up, it was it, a non-profit board sat on top of a commercial organisation, so it was quite interesting. But they decided to sack Sam Altman, no reason given. Microsoft stepped in. They, they've committed about $13 billion to OpenAI. They said they'll hire him. And then they were going to set up a new AI division within Microsoft and take all the open AI staff. <laughs> Quite an interesting um, yeah. manoeuvre there by the chief exec of Microsoft. And then 770 of the staff at OpenAI signed a petition saying, sack the board, bring back Sam. <laughs> so on Wednesday, OpenAI said, Sam, come back, all is forgiven. We've sacked the board members, we've got a new board. Um, Willie, can I ask you a question? Have you ever poached MD from a competitor? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure without knowing it, I have. <laughs> but I just have to add a wee caveat to what you said there. Right. Although there was no great explanation that what was leaked out was that he'd been less than honest to the board. I see. Right. Okay. So I think that... I'm, I'm trying to think... No, I don't think I've went out to... Um, no, I, I can honestly say that I've never targeted anyone. I may have put adverts out, I put the word out in the street, and I've, I've managed to get someone to leave a competitor. But uh, no, I, I can't say to him I've ever targeted anybody. Right. Well, I had a good one when when I was running sports division, and we decided we were going to go into open um, retail parks, so sports superstores, and the only other people doing it in the UK at the time were Olympus. So I remember saying to a recruiter, right, I want to speak to the chief exec and I want to speak to the operations director of Olympus out of town division, but I don't want them to know that I'm speaking to each of them. So I, I interviewed one for dinner and one for breakfast and <laughs> they both absolutely decried the other without knowing I was going to see the other at the next meeting. And we decided to take on the operations director and it absolutely changed my thought of what we're going to do in Out of Town and it absolutely put in, in seed my takeover of Olympus because I thought, goodness, if that's what's happening there and it's run so badly, I'll have this guy in here and he'll guide me. And that's exactly what we did. And then we ended up taking over Olympus. <laughs> Brilliant. So that bringing in that one recruit changed your whole thinking? That one person, really, and I had him for, for breakfast and Ian Grabina and myself sat with him. And I had one thought about out of town. We'd been to America. We'd seen Sports Authority. So I had one idea. He, he came with all the facts and figures and I just went, great. Brilliant. We'll uh, better than them in half the space you can come and do it we didn't take the ball we took the second in command <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that sounds a wee bit like company espionage but it wasn't it just happened that way <laughs> well, mate, I, I, I've, I've hidden the names to keep the <laughs> so we mentioned that um, I want to ask this I know that you've never got involved in Bitcoin right no but the news this week so we've got We've got Sam Beekman-Fright, who was seen <laughs> yeah. as a poster boy. 
heading to prison for fraud. Right. We've got the guy from Binance, the second biggest hiding in a territory that's got no extradition, right? All right. So the whole industry at the moment has got this huge cloud hanging over it. When does the SEC, when do the authorities really step in here? Well, as I say, this is not my specialist subject, um, but I think it's another case of entrepreneurial minds going so far ahead of the regulators. The regulators do catch up, though, but they are playing catch up on cryptocurrencies, in my opinion. I spent a wee bit of time on it with Jamie, my son, and we both came to the conclusion that we didn't have a clue what was going on and would stay away from it. Have you ever dealt with it, Willie? Never, never. And, and for, I've got to say... Because of what I've read, I would any time I've been in a conversation with anyone, especially younger people, I've told them to stay well away from it. Coming next, Hunter and Hockey chat to Kelly Russell, CEO and founder of This Is Unfolded. The Go Radio Business Show with Workflow Solutions, part of the Scottish Procurement Framework for Managed Print Solutions, available to all public sector bodies and charities. Christmas in the City, in association with At The Bar. Powered by Mile Cars, your trusted private hire taxi provider. Natalie James visits Maggie's Rockin' Rodeo to find out what's on offer over the festive period. You can hear all about it on Go Afternoons with Gina McKee. We've got the ho-ho-ho down ready and open for tons of Christmas parties. The requests have been crazy, inquiries have been crazy since we opened and it's just filled up really quickly. Head to thisisgo.co.uk to find out more and for your chance to win dinner for two with drinks at Maggie's Rock and Rodeo. Christmas in the City in association with At The Bar. Powered by Mile Cars, your trusted private hire taxi provider. Looking for Scotland's most trusted and reliable window and door company? Vantage Windows and Doors has been voted the Witch Trusted Trader of the Year for 2023. Outshining over 5,000 Witch approved UK home improvement companies. And for the fifth consecutive year, we've won awards at the prestigious Scottish Home Improvement Awards. For incredible customer service and fantastic value for money, choose Vantage. Find us on social media or visit doubleglazingscotland.uk.com. Kickstart your new business at the Forge Indoor Market. With exciting new business opportunities, the Forge Indoor Market has trading space available at competitive all-inclusive rates. Make 2024 the year you start your new business. Contact Scott at the Forge Indoor Market for more details. Check out their Facebook or Instagram page, or you'll find contact details at forgemarket.co.uk. The Forge Indoor Market, much more than a market. As a business owner, complicated tax laws and accounting processes can be a problem. VAT, tax returns, CIS, and payroll can keep you awake at night. Fortunately, for every problem, there's a solution. And Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs is your solution. Specializing in a Assisting and working with small businesses, Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs is here for all of your tax and accounting solutions. Say hello to Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs, your new accountant. Search online for Talking Numbers Bishop Briggs. The Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. This week's special guest is Callie Russell, CEO and founder of This Is Unfolded. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me, Chance. So, Callie, you are a good friend of the show because you were in Willie's Entrepreneurial Spark in his headquarters and you've kept in touch with us both over the years. So, I think our listeners this morning are going to 
get a real insight into your story and the wee nuggets you can give them to help them grow their businesses. So delighted to have you on, Callie. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I, I, my first business started in Willie's office in the space that he gave to Entrepreneur Spark a long time ago now. I've got lots of really bad stories about Willie, but he's sitting across from me, so I don't think I can tell any of them at all because I don't think I'd get out of the building at the end of it, to be honest with you. Right, Kelly, I'd like to thank you for coming on, OK? <laughs> Next. <laughs> No, thanks so much. Uh, I'm really excited to tell the story of, of what we've built with Unfolded and, and the journey of, of the highs and lows of getting here as well, because there's been plenty of those along the way as well. And I think that's why we choose you to come on, because it is a great story of the highs and lows. So let's let's go back a wee bit and tell the listeners about how it all started and, and, and where you've got to today. Yeah, so uh, when I was delightfully hosted by Willie in his, his gorgeous building around the corner. Uh, I had a business called Malsey, which was a, consumer's in, a consumer insight business where we basically made a shopping app that was basically Tinder for clothes. And we grew that to about one and a half million people using it. We generated about a billion customer opinions on products. And we used that data to try to help big retailers basically not to make things that wouldn't sell. And we learned a really valuable lesson in that, which is that even if you find a problem in, in those businesses, which is this huge amounts of waste, you might not be able to fix that problem because the people in that business don't actually want to fix that problem. It might impact the business, but the people on the shop floor, the people who are actually making the decisions, fixing that problem is kind of their job. So if you come along and try to fix it, well, they, maybe they don't want you to do that because <laughs> you're taking away their power or their control that, that kind of came through from it. So eventually over time, we decided that we couldn't fix that. And it was a lot of time and we, we grew a business to, to 40 people working on that and kind of raised a lot of investment to do it. Uh, but we realized that we couldn't we couldn't win, like not over the long term. Like we, we worked with some of the biggest high street retailers in, in the world, in, in the UK at that time. And instead, uh, we had the delights of COVID, which turns out if you're selling insights to big retailers at a point where no retailers make any money or buy any stock, you didn't really have a business anymore. Like that is... <laughs> that's kind of done. Uh, that kind of came through to it. So we then did uh, something a bit crazy during Lost Stock. And I think it's, uh, if I look back on it, it's probably something learned around you gents over the years, which is if you've got an idea, if you really believe in it, you've just got to go and roll the dice and see what happens. So at the start of the first lockdown, uh, we saw these big retailers cancelling all of their stock orders, refusing to pay for them. And we thought, that's just that's wrong. Like you see all these garment workers and there was this article on the BBC News website which said, if COVID doesn't kill my workers, starvation will. Because big retailers cancelled their orders and refused to pay the garment factories who then couldn't pay their workers in countries like Bangladesh and India where there isn't the same sort of support network. So I had uh, I'd gone back home before lockdown happened. So I'd gone to the, the Scottish Highlands, saw this happening and thought, kind of bugger it. Like, I think we could do something here. All of these clothes are now just sitting that have been finished for big retailers. So over the course of three weeks, uh, myself and my business partners put together this thing called Lost Stock, which was selling the clothes that had been cancelled as a mystery packet. And the idea was that everyone, if you bought one of these packets, you'd get three items that were worth double the price that you paid for them. But we would support a garment worker in Bangladesh for like a week with her and her family using the money that you had paid for sort of thing. So like, you know, this stuff doesn't go to waste. It does some good in the world. We thought if we put this together, maybe we sell a couple of them, like top end expectations, maybe we sell 10,000. 
sold 10,000 in the first four days. Wow. Uh, wow. And yeah, like, wow in some senses, truly terrifying in many other senses, because <laughs> turns out, again, global logistics in the middle of the pandemic wasn't the easiest thing to kind of navigate through. And in the end, we actually ended up selling 125,000 of Amazing. those packets. Yeah, so we ended up... Well done. Yeah, we ended up supporting about 113,000 people in Bangladesh for about a month each using the money that we generated from selling basically stuff that big retailers refused to pay for. Yeah, like we did loads of things wrong. I could talk about that for hours and how crazy that time was. And, you know, it was absolutely mental. And uh, we sold it into 10 different countries around the world that kind of came through. We'd get phone calls and they'd be like, hey, do you want to go on like drive time New Zealand radio to talk about this? And we're like, we don't ship to New Zealand. And then we'd just be like, I'll oh, we'll just turn on ship into New Zealand and we'll figure it out afterwards. And then you're like on drive time New Zealand radio and you'll be like, all right, yeah, this is how it works. Like, da, 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 da. And then you get like a thousand orders from New Zealand in the next 20 minutes. And you're like, right, okay, how do we ship to New Zealand? How do we figure it out? And stuff like that as well. That kind of came through. So, yeah. So, Kelly, you were doing what we coach, which is learn by doing. You just saw it. Learn and, by, and, by, by necessity. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. have we got to lose here? And good on you because, yeah. you know, um, a lot of entrepreneurs think, you know, oh, goodness, I've got to get the last sale of my spreadsheet sorted here. And we always say, just try it. Mm. Have you spoke to a customer? Have you tried it? What did you learn? But you, that lesson is so well told this morning. So good on you. Yeah. Can, can I ask you on that? I, I take it that all these people had been left with these garments. As you say, yeah. their workers may be going to starve because of pain. So I take it that you had a lot of really good like, kind of credit agreements like, you know, people would get paid when you get paid or you're just trying to connect them. So what, in the retail industry, what you kind of have happen is that, that suppliers will produce and then basically they'll be paid on an ex-factory date and you'll get paid either seven days, 14 days, 30 days, 16, 90, whatever it is, after that leaves the factory. Because these big retailers just refuse to pay for them, like the supplier has produced, has bought the fabric, has kind of got no money and it's just abandoned. So what actually what we did, basically consumers were buying... And then we were buying stock. So we weren't doing any credit agreements. In reality, we had the situation where you had these factories who'd been abandoned by big retailers and they had been abandoned. There was one guy who had four million pounds worth of stock for one of the big high street retailers and no wow. one would answer the phone to him. Wow. Sort of thing. And he's like, I'm, I'm ruined. Do you know what I mean? Like, and over the space, and he refuses, he refused to sell anything to me for about three weeks because he thought he was going to be saved by a retailer. And like over the three weeks, every time you'd speak to him on Zoom, you'd just see him getting like paler and like thinner and just like the stress on his face. But what we would do is we'd be like, well, we've, we've sold these boxes. People have bought mystery boxes and we're now in the market and we will pay you like on the day sort of thing like that as well. So we were just like, we just want to get the money straight into factory workers' hands, like outside the other side to us. So what we were doing is we'd have people in Bangladesh, people in India, who would be like, okay, this factory's agreed to sell this to us. Go and check the stock. Go and pick the stock up in a lorry. And then you just email us or WhatsApp us to tell us that's it there and we just pay the money because we're like, that's the right thing to do. And obviously the big question is, were they, were they doing this at a loss? Was it 20 cents in the dollar or were they getting their money back? We, we were like, as much as we were possible, we were Brilliant. paying the, fit, the price that they had agreed to the original seller. That's wow. what we were like, that's what we want to pay. We want to do the right thing that kind of comes through yeah, from that's this. That's fantastic. Uh, that kind of comes through. Yeah. So that took us to, to what, where we are just now. And before we started this, uh, Tom and Willie said to me that I had to plug what I do now. Uh, and <laughs> I said that that wouldn't be a problem because I'll always happily plug what I do now. Uh, so now with Unfolded, we basically said at the end of that process, do you know what? 
I can't go back and sell like insights to big retailers. I cannot try to fix their model anymore because fundamentally it's broken and it's broken in such a way that they don't care about the people across their supply chain that kind of come through to it. So we created a business called Unfolded and at Unfolded, we basically said we're going to reimagine how retail works from the very starting point. So what we do is we design clothes on the Unfolded brand. We design clothes in collaboration with our customers. So we started with like 100 women helping us design clothes 18 months later, there's like 5,000 who help us design everything that we create. Wow. We then put together a collection. Collection goes on sale. Only once the collection goes on sale do we start production. So we basically don't produce any of the waste. For a normal retail business, about 30% of what is produced is waste. So we remove the waste from it. So it's better for the planet. It's better for the kind of everyone involved. It saves a lot of money. With the money that we save, we do sustainable clothes at like very affordable prices. We also then pay garment workers in India where we produce higher wages. And we fund a charity around the factories where we work in India to teach kids to learn to read and write. Literacy rate in India is about 74% compared to 99% here. So over the last kind of 18 months, we funded about 5,000 kids to learn to read and write through programs. So it's kind of like it's it's a win for the planet because there's less waste. It's a win for the customer because they get a good deal. It's a win for the people involved in the process because you feed back into it. So that, that sounds like all the buzzwords that people are looking now for the businesses to invest in. So how has that made it easier for you to get investment? Uh, investment in anything is hard, especially in consumer is hard for, for that, to, that to kind of come through. So like we've raised now just north of £2 million over the last kind of 18 to 24 months, which has allowed us to get to this stage. Like you could always raise, hopefully raise more to go quicker. And that's kind of like our thing. Like at the minute in time, you know, we've grown in the last three months, we've grown by like 50% on the three months previously. So it's like in that sort of really great sort of phase just now. And we've got plans to grow a lot quicker now that we've got certain things that kind of come through. Our actual vision here is not to just build one brand. Like our vision is that we've built the technology, we've built the supply chain, we've built all the things around it. We've built this concept of making clothes in this very different way and is now to open that up to other people. So people who have communities. So actually build like a, a, a tall women's brand with a community of tall women who already exist to build like an influencer, like a, a media brand and all these sorts of different things. So over the next kind of 18 years, like a couple, not 18 years, don't want to do this for 18 years. That sounds like a lot of hard work, to be honest with you. <laughs> over the next couple of years is that we want to be like, we want to build a hundred of these like hyper ethical, good for the planet, good for the people who are making clothes brands by partnering with people who've got amazing communities to start off with. And Tally, can I ask, um, if someone's listening today, how do they go and buy from you? How do they get to that? <laughs> Just type in unfolded or thisisunfolded.com and you can go and buy some of our lovely women's clothes. You, you and Willie would look great in both of the dresses, some of the dresses that we sell that kind of comes through or you could get your own You other said halves. you were not going to tell any stories. <laughs> <laughs> or you could get some of your lovely other halves, some of our fantastic pyjamas, which are great for Christmas as well. Yeah. Right. And okay. where, where is your office based now? We don't have an office no? anymore. We're one of these weird it. companies that is just entirely remote. So we were based in Edinburgh and I'm still based in Edinburgh. And I would say about 50% of our staff is based in Edinburgh now. But we hired someone the other week who's in Truro, which is, I think, as far away from Edinburgh in the UK that you can actually get, <laughs> uh, which is quite nice. And we've got people based in London and, yeah, just kind of all over the place now, which is quite good. And what do you realistically think the, the, the potential growth of the business could be over the next five years? Not 18 
<laughs> I can't, God, imagine eighteen years. Uh, I, I think it's it's pretty substantial. So we're we've the, the unfolded brand now is like millions of revenue run rate within that brand, and then alongside that, we're now doing two brands with one of the biggest media companies in the UK, another amazing uh, kind of community. So they'll start probably in the next kind of three to six months, and each of those are probably the same sort of size, if not slightly bigger. And then there's like a pile of other brands, like other potential partners, kind of behind that. So. Touch wood, like you never know, like if, you know, Tom talked about the financial model, I think the financial model has it going into the tens of millions in, within the next four years, but, you know, lots of things can go wrong. It might be a horrible idea once you get further into it, but fundamentally as a starting place, like, yeah, it's, it's going in the right direction. And all the lessons and all the bruisings and all the, you know, mental kickings that I've taken all the way to get to this point, you've now taken the rough edges off what you're doing and you've got something that's like this fundamentally really works. So, so Callie, just you've you've told your story, and you're a great storyteller, but you've you've told it matter of factly. Um, <laughs> how and what can our listeners? What's your lessons you've learned? Because I know you've had the ups and the downs, mm. and your resilience is terrific. Um, so, what's the key kind of lessons by doing this that somebody could maybe pick up on this morning? I think there's lots of lessons and different points of it I think at the start like as Scottish people like as starting piece I think we're really horrible at asking for help I think <laughs> see asking for help is a sign of weakness and actually I think it's it's totally different it's a sign of strength there's a really good Phil Knight uh, from Nike the founder of Nike they, they did like a Stanford like opening speech and it was all about basically how asking for help is such an important thing and going out from it and if I look back to it you know we're joking about these things but I've come and asked both of you for help at different points and you've both been really yep. helpful whether that's been just letting me rant on whether that's been potentially occasionally giving me a, a, a verbal kicking but you know what I mean like that as well in the good sort of sense that, that sometimes that's what you need and I think I think all of us need to open that more. Like I ask for help all the time and I think that, that really helps through. And, you know, by doing that, I think you end up surrounding yourself with people who, you know, can drive you forward. And I think in the human nature, I think like 95% of people want to help. Like you just have to find yeah. the right time to ask and the right way to ask as, as a starting point. We, we talk on the show every week about the conveyor belt to help young budding entrepreneurs. You're probably the best guest we could ever have on here to talk about that because you've probably been through most of it, right? So what about sharing with the listeners some of your experience going back to East Park and maybe try to get edge money or whatever you've done in, in, in all that time? Yeah, so like I, I, I've got like many different stories of that, some of which I'm like, well, he's literally threatening to kill me over uh, from the other <laughs> side of the room at this point in time. But I, I look back on it, I think like that starting point of experience is all about confidence. Like you've got to instill confidence in people that they can go and do this, they can kind of go through from it. And I think a really great example of that actually comes from from you and you and Susan Willie, which was we did like I remember the first eSpark pitch night, which before Tom was involved or, or like was was less involved and, and Ayrshire hadn't opened, and we had like an event in Glasgow in twenty nine. And we all had to pitch and present. And it was just like a practice sort of thing. Like, you know, you're just like, it was a bit glitz and glamour. It was a bit kind of nice and stuff. But then at the end of it, you and Susan gave everyone a thousand pounds. Like, because you're like, you know, this was just fantastic. You yeah. did a great job and everything as well. And the confidence and the kind of the, the kind of the buzz, but also the, the belief that that gives 
people is like really powerful. And if I look yeah. back to that, that's a huge, that's a great kickstart moment in all those yeah. sorts of different steps. Going past that, it's like, you know, we, we, we did win an edge award at a certain point, but we didn't win it the first time. Like we didn't make it through to the, to the right bit at the same sort of time, but you refine it and you go again, like that kind of came out from it. I'm one of the, <laughs> I'm one of the few people that's gone on Dragon's Den twice and got an offer twice that kind of came through to it. And then <laughs> said no. no both times. Uh, that kind of came through. But it's, it's the same thing, which is like, if you, you, you got to keep trying things. And like the, the thing around this is like, when we, when we bring new people in the business, we talk a lot about mistakes and like, you know, making decisions. And we talk a lot about when, if you've got a decision, you think about it as, a, does, is this like a business kill decision or what's the cost of making this decision? And if it's a really low cost, make the decision quickly and just give it a try and see what kind of plays through because... You've just got to go on, and, and if it's like if you make a mistake, most most mistakes are, are not that important. So you just shrug it off, learn, and, and then kind of go again and, and see yeah. what you get to. I, I remember that night, and I remember the, the whole idea, which was really good. So this is right at the very start, Tom of East Park, and yep. probably maybe there was about sixty small company startups in, it, mm. in the first cohort. Yep. And what happened was come up with this idea, would narrow that down, and it'd be seven businesses of which you are one, Kelly, that the people would say we want to put up to pitch, as if you were pitching in Dragon's Den. And uh, we were judging it. And, and the uh-huh. idea was the seven people who at that time, the winner was to get a £1,000. The best pitch was to get a £1,000. And the seven people were all nervous. It was probably the first time that they'd ever ever done this. And we'd wee, wee pizza night and a glass of wine. Yeah. And when we listened, and we'd, we'd done this genuinely, when we listened to the seven pitches... At the end, that we we awarded a thousand pound to everybody that had done the pitch because it was so good, and I think yeah. somebody told me a few weeks ago five of those businesses just are still you know they're still out there trying hard. But I need to say this about you, right? Because I was close with you there. I never you you kind of epitomise what every young entrepreneur would be. See when all the knocks came, you never stopped smiling. You never stopped being upbeat. Nothing got you done. Nothing, even when you know you had all these alligators right, at your rear end, right? You, you were still saying, "No, what? We'll get by this. We'll get by it." And it's great to hear today. I haven't seen you for a wee while. I met you a few weeks ago, but I've had a chat with you. But it was great to see you up at Glen Eagles a couple of weeks ago and see that you're still part of that. And and you're certainly today still one of the successes of that whole conveyor belt. Well, firstly, as I'm from the west coast of Scotland, Willie's just been nice to me, so I feel unbelievably awkward now because <laughs> 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 it's just an unnatural feeling. Uh, but it's it's. I think it's really interesting on that is that I think that resilience we don't teach enough into people like that kind of comes through and I think yeah. it comes from me it probably comes from family that like I'm from a very resilient family that you know there's very little that actually takes you down you keep going sort of thing I think most of the genuinely great entrepreneurs or people that you respect like will have had that like I'm sure you and Tom have both had that like, yeah. you've, like you've been like I can't go on and you're like I have to like there's no other option here you've just got to keep going and that's not something that everyone can do but I think if you've got a good support network around you whether that's from a business perspective or that's from a personal perspective that helps you get through it so if I look at it from that eSpark sort of experience coming back to it one of the things that did give me it gave me like a great network of people that you I still speak to all the time so like from that I ended up sharing an office with with Leah Hutchin from Appointed for 
up yep. until COVID. Yep. Like literally, like the, the thing that stopped us sharing an office was we're not allowed to be in an office anymore. Yep. They kind of came through from it. But even still, like there's, you know, James, Kev, like Donnie, those guys, like I still see them like probably every like six to eight weeks. Brilliant. I still, you know, I'd probably speak to them on WhatsApp every single week. If you don't have that when you first start, it's a lonely place. It's yep. a difficult place. You need to build those networks. You need to build those connections because they can help you get through the good time, the bad times, but also you then get to celebrate the good times with them. So, Callie, you've given me a great idea. I'm going to go and see Willie and Susan for a pizza and pitch them and hopefully they'll give me a £1,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I'll get any money out of them. But anyway. <laughs> well, I'm happy to join Tom as well. Do you know what I mean? Comes I'll bring the Domino's, okay? Or the equivalent pizza that kind of comes out from it. But I think, I think Willie is dead right and that your story epitomizes what's what's good and the whole system gets behind you if you're willing to engage with it and now you're giving back a bit and helping with your story to people who are listening today so good luck to you Callie it's brilliant to hear you this morning and all the very best cheers gents and more power to your elbow the Go Radio Business Show with Workflow Solutions turning your paper-based processes into organised and digital workflows Go as the festive season begins, Go Radio and the Centre Livingston are giving you the chance to win your share of the ultimate Christmas worth over £10,000. Listen to Crofty and Grado on Go Radio Breakfast from the 1st of December and if you can identify the celebrity secret Santa, you could win everything you need to make your Christmas a magical one for the whole family. Win on Go Radio Breakfast with the Centre Livingston. Shop, eat and play in over 150 shops, eateries and activities this festive season. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk When you need a van, Sean's your man at Cameron Commercials. A van isn't just for Christmas. A van is for all year round. Your van is to get you to your next job on time, 365 days a year. At Cameron Commercials, our dedicated team will find a van that's tailored to your business needs that you can always rely on. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. When you need a van, show your man at Cameron Commercials. Got a chilled or frozen product? Need your product delivered to your customer at the correct temperature and on time? Then choose Run It Cool as your temperature-controlled logistics partner. With bespoke solutions, Run It Cool can improve the efficiency of your chilled and frozen deliveries, providing a first-class service to your customers. For a cost-effective solution, find out what makes us so cool at runitcool.co.uk. Still to find the perfect venue for your Christmas staff day out? Queen's Park have the perfect solution with our hospitality package on 9th December when Queen's Park take on Inverness Caledonian Thistle at Hamden with a Christmas-themed menu, festive fizz on arrival and drinks package plus lots of festive cheer. Prices from only £75 plus VAT. Book today. Email hospitality at queensparkfc.co.uk the board you can't afford. This is the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Good morning to Ian LaBruce. Hello there. Good morning. Morning, Ian. Ian, thanks for you know putting your question to the board you can't afford. Would you like to tell the listeners a bit about yourself, a bit about the business? Then we can have your question. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm Ian LaBruce. I'm the marketing director at Zopa AI. Um, Zopa are an end-to-end recruitment solution. 
So we provide a platform for HR teams to do all elements of the hiring process from posting and sourcing jobs to video interviews um, and then the hiring and onboarding itself. And what sets us apart is the AI element. So we've worked really hard over the last five years to ensure that there is maximum objectivity in the process to remove any bias so that companies know that they're getting the absolute best candidates possible. And that's not just for the experience and the knowledge that they have, but it's also the values, the mindsets and the passion um, that will best represent the company. And then companies can use AI to write the job post. They can do video interviews through um, automations, you know, with pre-filled questions, things like that. Um, and now we use the patented AI algorithms that we've created alongside machine learning to score the candidates, present the best ones. And that obviously saves a huge amount of time to, to the companies. Wow. So, so Ian, in that, we believe that AI can remove unconscious bias. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've... Um, as I said, we've spent a long time making sure that we get that right because that's uh, one of the key values of the business. Um, we're all about justice and fairness and making sure that candidates are getting placed into the right company for them, but also the companies are getting the best possible candidates. And as, and as good as we are as humans, we will always have some bias. So the idea is that with computers, we can kind of remove that bias um, and just ensure that everything is as best as it possibly can be. That's amazing. I would. I'd love to. I'd love to try a wee trial. I'd. I'd, I'd love mm. to sit down with one of the football managers, right, yeah. and say, "Here's what you think about what happened last <laughs> week, and here's really yeah. <laughs> no because unconscious bias is prevalent <laughs> when yeah. it comes to choosing your your best eleven. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm I'm a big sports fan actually, and I was talking to some of the team at Scottish Rugby uh, at an event recently. Um, because they they are potentially going to be using some AI um, to look at um, player progress as they go through you know training sessions yeah. and go up through the youth academies and stuff, um, so that they can try and predict. Uh, there's a bit of quantum computing comes in there as well, which I'm happy to talk about. Um, but yeah, try and predict who the best players are going to be longer term, and that's fascinating to me. Yeah. So so Ian, yeah. I know I know you're supposed to be asking us questions, but can I ask you a question? <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> because, yeah, absolutely. So so we, we talk a lot in the show about AI and how it's going mm. to change things, but you're obviously yeah. using it today. So do yeah. you think the expectation of business is running ahead of the reality? Or are you saying, no, Tom, we're using it, it's great and it's 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 powering up every single month? What's your opinion? Yeah, so there's been a few major leaps forward recently. Um, obviously, on one side, you've got ChatGPT, which a lot of businesses are now using just to kind of remove a lot of the, the monotonous tasks and the menial work. So yeah. um, there, there are areas, things like copywriting, you can use AI to do a massive you know, time saving for the company. And then there are other areas like the legal sector where you will often have to read through hundreds of documents. Um, and obviously, AI can do that a lot faster than a human can. So if a, if a client is paying, say, $100 an hour, um, there's a lot of value in it for them, for an AI to do something in five minutes that might take a human three hours because they're paying less money. And there will always be a human element at the end of that. You know, it's a legal requirement to sign documents as a human. But if the human element is only 10 minutes rather than three hours, that's a huge you know time saving and therefore a cost saving yeah. to the client. So there are industries where AI is making a massive, massive difference already. Um, right. I think it needs to be used in the correct way, though. Um, as with any emerging technology, um, you can obviously use it in a bad way as well. So 
yep. ensuring that yep. it's used in the correct way is is important. There are organizations out there like AI Verify, which we were signed up to as OPA. Um, and it just ensures that the AI is being used for the right things and everything is very ethical. It's getting that balance between Ian, the, before we go the, to your question, I'm having a wee chuckle here. Mm. I'm just mm. imagining now, Tom, that all the big law firms that we pay all the money to come in saying, oh, Wally, we've saved you so much money <laughs> now. It's no three hours to leak those documents. It's only 10 minutes. Mm. So this could be the, Tom, you remember us back, this must be the end of the charging pen. <laughs> well, um, I think I think some things change, Wally. I think, still think lawyers are going to charge by the hour yes, and make yeah. it up. Mm. Anyway. They're going to charge you the difference for using the computer for the AI. <laughs> yeah. Ian, what is your question? Uh, okay, so the question was, AI is obviously becoming a big part of daily work and life in a lot of industries. And given how long the two of you have been in business, you've obviously seen some huge shifts in the way that we work. Um, I'm interested to know what you think will come after AI in the world um, and if you think it's going to be a big shift, if you think it's going to be related to AI or if you think it might be something completely different. So I think I'll, I'll have a wee go at this, Ian, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested in your opinion, but yeah. um, I strongly believe in human endeavour. I yeah. believe in human beings and I believe technology can assist us and can mm. help us in many ways, I don't think the technology is going to replace us. Um, mm. Now, you might disagree with that, but I, 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 I think this next, some people are calling it Industry 4.0. Some people yeah. are calling it the next industrial revolution. Sure, you know, the pace of change in business is, is the quickest it's ever been, but it's the slowest it's ever going to be because of because of technology, but it still needs the human interaction. It still needs mm-hmm. face-to-face human beings changing the world and using technology as a tool to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you think? Um, I absolutely agree with you on the human element. Um, I think that as people, we are phenomenal in what we can do um, in the way that our brains work. So there's definitely things that we can do as humans that computers just won't be able to replicate. Um, and I think when when we do get to the point where it can re- replicate everything a human can do, I still don't think it's going to be as good as what a human can do. Um, but on the flip side, there are areas um, where computing is phenomenal and far beyond what we are he- capable as humans. So there's been examples in the past, thinking about my own work, I've had situations where I've had an Excel document with a million pieces of information on it. And right. using com- using computers to essentially analyze that data and make predictions for me, um, That that's the kind of thing that might take me as a human five hours to go through all of the data and do. Sure. But actually, the computer is able to do it in five minutes. And I think yeah. that difference, um, if you're doing something like that on a daily basis, that's obviously a huge difference uh, in the way that you work. Um, for me, I think quantum computing is fascinating and the way that that will integrate with AI and machine learning is um, we're kind of at the bit where it's just about to leap forward, I think. Um, right. I, I guess for the listeners, the difference between computing and, and quantum computing, typical computers like traditional computers, they work on bits which are zeros and ones. So you've kind of got two options for each bit. A quantum computer, they use qubits, which is it's a superposition of zero and one. So it's a certain amount of zero and a certain amount of one. So it allows you to have, say, half of each 
and therefore you've got another you know another piece of information that's possible um so for things like uh route planning for example if you're a delivery company you can have all of your um deliveries in the system and it will tell you what the optimal route is in terms of getting all those deliveries out in the fastest possible time um things like supplier management or even financial portfolio management a lot of the banks are using quantum computing now to to simulate um lots of different opportunities and then see what is the most optimal one and then do that so that's where computers are yeah. far beyond what we're capable of using so so yeah. Ian, can i come in with my answer so mm. so the question yeah. is if ai is as successful to think what's the next big shift after that yeah. I'm going to answer this in a way that people listening who know me will not believe what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay? yeah. If AI is as good as people think it is, and it seems to be demonstrating that it is, I believe that the impact that AI could have on people's normal, normal working pattern could be stratospheric, the change. Mm-hmm. If AI can demonstrate that you can absolutely monitor how someone works remotely, it could be the end of the office block. And so if people could demonstrate to me that all the people who now, because of COVID, want to work a couple of days at home and whatever, and I'd like to see everyone back in the office as much as I can, but if AI can be used so you know that people are as efficient, you know, 100%, then I think the effect they could have on the property market, the commercial property market, what it does for the environment, people knowing cars every day, going to work, all of these things, I, I, I think that the next big thing could be is that in the next 25 years, there could be an absolute change about how people's working day is. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Let's mm. hope it's for the better. Yep. So, mm. Ian, Ian, listen, I think that's a fascinating debate today. Please mm-hmm. keep in touch with the show. Let us know how you're doing mm-hmm. because I think the listeners got a lot out of that this morning. So good luck to you. <laughs> And thank uh, you so much. I'll Jeff. be phoning my lawyer. I'm just on the phone to my lawyer. <laughs> Cut your bills. Thank you, Ian. Thank you so much. Thank you. And good luck. Thank you. The Go Radio Business Show with Workflow Solutions. Helping your business with document management, print, and IT solutions. Go Radio and Home Store and more are giving you the chance to win a gift card up to the value of £250 to spend in-store or online this Christmas. Listen to Crofty and Grado next week on Go Radio Breakfast as we put your general knowledge to the test. Win on Go Radio with Home Store and more. Enjoy Christmas at the East Kilbride Store or online. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk. Get a mile ahead with Mile Cars, Glasgow's new private hire taxi company. Beat the Christmas rush and track your ride in real time. Whether it's for business or pleasure, enjoy a hassle-free journey with our reliable and professional drivers. Download the Mile Cars app now and with the code GETAMILE, get a 15% discount on your first trip. Search for Mile, M-Y-L-E, Cars. Need to navigate Glasgow? Get a mile. Your journey 
our mission. Christmas has arrived at Chilino's. Visit our delicatessen, stocking charcuterie meats, artisan cheeses and fresh continental breads. We're now stocking Christmas panettone, batchy chocolates and luxury hampers. Available online and in store. Bring the family for breakfast or dine on our Christmas menu for lunch or dinner. And don't forget the lemon jello. Cheese Chilino's Alexandra Parade in the East End and Chilino's Partick in the West End. The home of Italian cuisine and ingredients. Bon Natalia Titi. Get your home Christmas ready at Select Blinds and Shutters. Shop our incredible range of quality blinds and wooden shutters at affordable prices. Right now, buy three vertical or roller blinds for £79 or three blackout rollers for £119 on selected fabrics with a free home consultation and fitting service. For vertical Venetian roller wooden and motorised blinds, click on selectblinds.co.uk. Check out our Facebook page or visit Select Blinds and Shutters at Coke Bank Street, Coke Bridge. On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say, launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock, I'm Louise Hanna. Crowds have celebrated in the West Bank as 39 Palestinian prisoners were freed by Israel. 13 Israelis and four Thai nationals were freed by Hamas as part of the latest exchange. The United Nations say the four-day truce deal in Gaza also allowed 61 trucks with aid into the Strip yesterday. But Fakir Shultut for medical aid for Palestinians says the process needs to be quicker. Plenty of international organisations have been queuing for very long. And this is indicate how the process at the Rafah crossing and the allowing of the trucks is very very slow and the handling of these items once crossed into Gaza is also quite slow. Road policing officers are appealing for information after a man was struck by a car in Glasgow city centre last night. Around 10 o'clock, the 32-year-old was walking on Cowcaddens Road when he was hit. Police and ambulance attended and he was taken to the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital where staff say he's fighting for his life. And the future of Scotland's NHS is in danger. That's according to the SNP after the Chancellor's autumn statement cut funding to the service in real terms. SNP's Westminster leader Stephen Flynn called out the Conservatives and Labour for trying to dismantle the country's public health service. Labour's plans to essentially stick with those Tory spending plans but also to open the door to privatisation just like the Tories poses a, a real and present danger to the future of the NHS. In Scottish football news, Rangers boss Philippe Clement says his entire squad has to be ready to play their part ahead of a hectic schedule. Kickoff is underway for their match against Aberdeen in the Scottish Premiership. That's followed by the resumption of their Europa League campaign with the League Cup final also to come next month. Clement says he's planning to rotate his team. We know it's 12 games in 37 days, so there's a really, really big opportunity for all the players in the squad to get chances. So we need a really big squad with with everybody on his toes to to have this highest performance. The team remain unbeaten in the past eight matches under the new boss. Go radio weather with the Centre Livingston. Visit Santa's Grotto. Open now until December 24th. A mostly cloudy day with some light rain edging into this afternoon. Expect frost and a few icy patches to develop later tonight. Highs of three degrees in Bishopton and four in Uddingston and here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. 
The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. I, I think the fans have almost gone, well, do you know what? It was a poor season. Everybody had this say. Um, but I think now, in the cold light of day, people go, well, Neil Lennon was a Celtic great and he'll always be a Celtic great. And just for that poor season, I've been at Celtic Park with him. And do you know what? The fans I've had it around with, with me and Neil, they've showed him nothing but respect. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Reduce your energy bills with the latest renewable energy products. Feels hit me differently When the hidden is deep Don't play Don't play The sand on you, Coco Chanel on your neck, with your body in check, loving all the time with you. Ah, uh, now you've just gone missing. You're airing all my wishes. You're online, but still won't listen. My time is you dismissing. This isn't no way a two-way street. I'm playing sad and it's on repeat. Call me here hoping you see my snap. Cause I'm not ready for us to rap. No, oh. don't play games, don't play games with my heart. Ooh, now the feels hit me differently. When the hidden is deep, don't play, don't play, yeah, yeah. Don't play games, don't play games with my heart, with me. Now the feels hit me differently. When the hidden is deep, don't play, don't play, yeah, yeah. All the things you're doing, yeah, I think I've seen it all before, seen it, seen it all before, uh. If you don't give me your time, then I ain't giving you mine If you're gonna lie, then I'ma say goodbye Every game you're playing, yeah boy, I've played them all before <laughs> And I win them all Cause now you've just gone missing You're airing all my wishes, you're online but still won't listen My time is you dismissing This isn't no way a two-way street I'm playing sad and it's on repeat Call me here hoping you see my snap Cause I'm not ready for us to ride no. Don't play games, don't play games with my heart Now the feels hit me differently When the hidden is deep Don't play, don't play yeah, yeah. Don't play games
on Chicago. Million Dollar Bill and Marie before that. Don't play with KSI. Uh, good afternoon, it's Joe here. Uh, by the way, if you missed any of the Go Radio Business Show with the friends at Workflow Solutions, fear not, my friends, you can grab it on the podcast. All the details are at the website. This is go.co.uk. Answer Tom and Lord Hockey back uh, week today, just after 11 o'clock, another top show. And as I say, you can get more info, listen to it, and at least lots of information. I want to listen to it a couple of times. All the details are this is go.co.uk. Sugar Biz now. It was so easy that night Should have been strong, yeah, I lied Nobody gets me Oh 
Radio. Is this really love or just a game? I feel the night explode when we're together. Emotional overload in the heat of pleasure.
charity supports Glasgow's Spirit of Christmas campaign in their 10th year with the Malcolm Group. Become a secret Santa and help over 19,000 children across Glasgow and the West affected by hardship or poverty. Make it a magical Christmas for a local child this year by giving a gift at thisisgo.co.uk. Go Radio, supporting Glasgow's Spirit of Christmas. The Malcolm Group would like to thank their employees past and present, customers and suppliers for your continued support. Spoil your loved one with our fab festive offer at the Devon Cove Hotel. Book direct and enjoy an overnight stay with a complimentary glass of fizz on arrival, cooked breakfast and an a la carte dinner for two. All this for only £99. The Devon Cove Hotel, right in the heart of Finiston. For the perfect Christmas gift, book now at devoncovehotel.com. Terms, conditions and exclusions apply. See website for details. Number one for Glasgow and the West.
flash us from behind Loud voice booming, please step out onto the line Ballet bridge words of comfort, sinner just hides her eyes Policeman taps the shades and sell a Chevy 69 How bizarre How bizarre, how bizarre Destination unknown as we pulling for some gas Officially placed the poster reveals a smile from the pack Elephants and acrobats, lion snakes, monkey Bella speaks righteous, sister Cena says funky How bizarre How bizarre, how bizarre shortly uh, because it's Sunday tonight from 6 o'clock sees the return of Arthur Joshi on the Sunday sessions fantastic show if you haven't checked it out make sure you do all the details are at the website this is go.co.uk Artie tonight with the Sunday sessions and guests details at the website you see from 6 ago I know I should be ordering take out sitting on my couch that's what you do I know I should be holding my feet Staring at the ceiling But here's the truth 
season begins, Go Radio and the Centre Livingston are giving you the chance to win your share of the ultimate Christmas worth over £10,000. Listen to Crofty and Grado on Go Radio Breakfast from the 1st of December and if you can identify the celebrity secret Santa, you could win everything you need to make your Christmas a magical one for the whole family. Win on Go Radio Breakfast with the Centre Livingston. Book now for Breakfast with Santa on every weekend from December 2nd to the 17th in a Association with Chaz. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk. With over 70 retailers under one roof, you'll find the perfect Christmas gift at the Forge Indoor Market. There's activities and a Santa post box for the kids. Parking's free and we're outside the LEZ zone. So come in at the cold for a bite to eat and Christmas shopping at the Forge Indoor Market, Duke Street, Glasgow. Open Thursday to Sunday, 10 till 5. And we're open Christmas Eve too. Check out the Forge Indoor Market Facebook and Instagram page.
Summer, Oli Morris on the way shortly. Our news, Joe here. Uh, so we're here till two o'clock. Alan Shaw is on the way in a little while from now. Uh, okay, if you fancy it, what it, uh, think of this £10,000 worth of gifts. Uh, get your share as you play Crofting Grado's Secret Santa with our friends at the Centre at Livingston. Uh, it's going to be kicking off throughout the whole month of December, which is not long to go now, far away. Uh, you could be a winner every single day, and if you do take part, uh, you could win £250 uh, vouchers to shop, eat, or play at the Centre Livingston. It's a great prize, and you just know Christmas is around the corner when old Secret Santa kicks in on the Go Radio Breakfast Show. Uh, so if you're interested, why wouldn't you be? Nip onto the website, get yourself registered. Uh, this is go.co.uk, and the team are here tomorrow morning. Crofting Greater with more info on that, I'm guessing. I'm going to call my friend Ali up here to sing to you ladies. Like you, you 
a wreck, you don't know who you are You never say what you need And you keep your mouth shut and your night stays still And then you come and call on me You say I just can't help myself I really, really wish I could be somewhere else And I met a girl She asked me my Exactly what I'd lost But now I just can't help myself
on the way plus a bit of showbiz we're going to be talking it's just been a celebrity big brother uh, one or two names have been linked and a date potentially on the way in the next 50 Christmas in the city in association with At The Bar powered by Mile Cars your trusted private hire taxi provider Natalie James visits Maggie's Rock and Rodeo to find out what's on offer over the festive period you can hear all about it on Go Afternoons with Gina McKee we've got the whole ho ho down ready and open for tons of Christmas parties the requests have been crazy inquiries have been crazy since we opened and it's just filled up really quickly head to thisisgo.co.uk to find out more and for your chance to win dinner for two with drinks at Maggie's Rock and Rodeo. Christmas in the City in association with At The Bar. Powered by Mile Cars, your trusted private hire taxi provider. Whether it's your first shave or you're looking for a better shave or you're looking for a great range of beard care, fragrances, gift sets and more, then check out Executive Shaving. Executive Shaving will help you achieve a a smooth, irritation-free shave and turn shaving from a chore to a pleasure. Browse the full range at executive-shaving.co.uk On DAB, online and on your smart speaker, just say Launch Go Radio. This is Go Radio News. Good afternoon, it's one o'clock, I'm Louise Hanna. 
39 Palestinian prisoners were freed by Israel and 17 hostages were let go by Hamas as part of the latest exchange. The UN says the four-day truce deal in Gaza also allowed 61 trucks with aid into the Strip yesterday. But Fakir Shultut from Medical Aid for Palestinians says the process needs to be quicker. Plenty of international organizations have been queuing for very long. And this is indicate how the process at the Rafah crossing and the allowing of the trucks is very, very slow. And the handling of these items once crossed into Gaza is also quite slow. Road policing officers are appealing for information after a man was struck by a car in Glasgow city centre last night. Around 10 o'clock, the 32-year-old man was walking on Cowcaddens Road when he was hit. Police and ambulance attended and he was taken to the hospital where staff say he's fighting for his life. We're being assured ministers are taking concrete steps to reduce levels of immigration. It's the Prime Minister's main policy to reduce the number to coming to the UK illegally, but the Home Secretary says focus on it means people think nothing else is being done. Labour's Darren Jones says numbers are just too high. There are problems in terms of uh, the UK labour market, but also the way in, we, in which we run our public services, where we're having to rely on a very, very high number of work visas from uh, workers overseas, especially in our health and social care system. And Scotland's NHS is under threat, according to SNP party leaders. It comes after the Chancellor's autumn statement on Wednesday cut funding to the service in real terms. SNP's Westminster leader Stephen Flynn says it needs to be protected. I don't think anyone's in any doubt that the NHS is our most valued and arguably our most important public service. It is always there when we need it most and it's why we need to protect it, particularly now when we know the the pressures that it is under. And in Scottish sport, Rangers can move to within six points of their old firm rivals Celtic at the top of the Scottish Premiership by beating Aberdeen today. Rangers' last defeat was against today's opponents back in September, with that result leading to Michael Beale being sacked. Philippe Clement is in charge now, and former Scotland striker James McFadden says he's been impressed with the Belgian. There might be that temptation to look above and say, you know, it is a chance, they have to, they have to relish that opportunity and, and deal with that pressure. Um, but I think he's made a really good start. I think he's shown that he's more than capable as a manager. The current score at half time is 1 0 to Aberdeen. Go radio weather with the Centre Livingston. Shop, eat, and play with over 150 shops and restaurants to choose from. A mostly cloudy day with some light rain edging in. Expect frost and a few icy patches to develop later tonight. Highs of 3 degrees in Cumbernauld and Eldersley and 4 here in Glasgow. That's you up to date on Go. In the summer, to my heartbeat sound, we fell in love as the leaves turned brown, and we could be together, baby, as long as skies are blue. You act so innocent now, but you light so soon. When I met you in the summer
before that. Before that. Uh, it's gone ten past one. Good afternoon, Sir Joe here. Uh, still to come, Armand Van Helden plus Maroon 5 on the way shortly. Uh, Alan's here from two o'clock today in for Zoe. More details on what's happening from two o'clock today coming up in a little while from the But they'll, they will be winning. Winning to be done. Details shortly, go.
bridge. Put him high. Just going on, 120. Good afternoon, it's Joe here. Cold and, well, it's going to remain cold all day today. Just one or two above freezing. It's going to remain that way for the next few days. Wintry. Although, I was speaking to someone last night and said, no, 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 it's autumn. Is it? Go Radio is proud to support Glasgow's Spirit of Christmas campaign in their 10th year with the Malcolm Group. Become a secret Santa and help over 19,000 children across Glasgow and the West affected by hardship or poverty. Make it a magical Christmas for a local child this year by giving a gift at thisisgo.co.uk. Go Radio, supporting Glasgow's Spirit of Christmas. The Malcolm Group would like to thank their employees past and present, customers and suppliers for your continued support. Christmas has arrived at Chilino's. Visit our delicatessen stocking charcuterie meats, artisan cheeses and fresh continental breads. We're now stocking Christmas panettone, batchy chocolates and luxury hampers. Available online and in store. Bring the family for breakfast or dine on our Christmas menu for lunch or dinner. And don't forget the lemon jello. Cheese Chilino's Alexandra Parade in the East End and Chilino's Partick in the West End. The home of Italian cuisine and ingredients. Bon Natalia Titi. What's going on, guys? This is Post Malone. Number one for Glasgow and the West. Go Radio. Go Radio. Oxytocin making it all okay. When I come back down, it doesn't feel the same. Now I'm sitting around. Cause I couldn't
Choosing us, it is Go Radio still to come. Uh, Owl City Plus, we have Ed Sheeran on the way shortly. Of course, the official home of Crofty and Credo back tomorrow morning, starting a brand new week. And I know the chit chat, some of the chit chat will be about uh, the launch of the new series of Two Doors Down. Of course, BBC One now, that's that's new. You know what's going to happen now? It's on BBC One right across the network. Uh, they're going to have to start the whole thing from the start again. 
However, we're talking a little bit about it yesterday. Uh, it's, I thought the first, I mean, the first three episodes were fantastic. I haven't seen the fourth and fifth one. Do you know that way we were talking uh, a little bit earlier on about that betrayal when it comes to box sets? We sit down with your partner wherever and say, I will watch the whole thing as a duel. And then you don't, you race away ahead. It's one of those situations. So it's fantastic. If you haven't watched the new season, I think season seven we're on. It's fantastic. Anyway, Grado's in it, as you know, as you know, and he's back tomorrow morning with Crofty. Monday, 6 a.m. tomorrow. On the right side of the bed. What's up with this Prince song inside my head? Hands up if you're down to get down tonight. Cause it's always a good time. Slept in all my clothes like I didn't care. Hopped into a cab, take me anywhere. I'm in if you're down to get down tonight Cause it's always a good time Good morning and good night I wake up at twilight It's gonna be alright We don't even have to try It's always a good time Say 
For Glasgow on the West, thank you for choosing us. It is Go Radio still to come. Ed Sheeran and Becky Hill with David Guetta uh, shortly. I don't know if you've been catching. I'm a celebrity. Get them out of here. Uh, it is good. Apparently, there's another couple of people going in. I don't know when. I don't even know when the voting starts on that show. I think it's next week. Anyway, uh, there are one or two folks going in. One, apparently, a Hollywood connection. We'll see. As the festive season begins, Go Radio and the Centre Livingston are giving you the chance to win your share of the ultimate Christmas worth over £10,000. Listen to Crofty and Grado on Go Radio Breakfast from the 1st of December and if you can identify the celebrity secret Santa, you could win everything you need to make your Christmas a magical one for the whole family. Win on Go Radio Breakfast with the Centre Livingston. Enjoy a magical festive family day out when you visit Santa's Grotto. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk When you need a van, phone your man at Cameron Commercials. A van isn't just for Christmas. A van is for all year round. Your van is to get you to your next job on time, 365 days a year. At Cameron Commercials, our dedicated team will find a van that's tailored to your business needs that you can always rely on. Check out our socials or visit CameronCommercials.com. When you need a van, show your man at Cameron Commercials. Sundown and they all come out Lamborghinis and they rented hummus The party's on so they're heading downtown Everybody's looking for a come up And they wanna know what you're about Me in the middle with the one I love it We're just trying to figure everything out We don't fit in well Cause we are just ourselves I could use some help Getting out of this conversation yeah, You look so 
last night and we made it nowhere Now I see stars in your eyes when we're halfway there Now I'm not faced by all the lights and flashing cameras Cause with my arms around you, there's no need to care
David Guetta, Becky Hill. Remember, it's Gold Radio this Sunday afternoon. Still to come, Alan for Zoe today, just after two o'clock. More details on that uh, shortly. By the way, if you fancy being our Gold Radio Workplace of the Week, uh, make sure you enter via our website. This is gold.co.uk. All the details are there. The McGee's goodies will be whizzing their way around to you on Friday. Uh, we do it every single Friday with Gina, so make sure you're in there with a chance. All the details at the website, Gold Radio. The legends and the myths Achilles and his gold Achilles and his gifts Spider-Man's control And Batman with his fist And clearly I don't see myself upon that list But she said, where'd you wanna go? How much you wanna risk? I'm not looking for somebody With some superhuman gifts Some superhero some fairy tale bliss Just something I can turn to Somebody I can kiss I want something just like this Do 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 Oh I want something just like this
before that body groove right that'll just about do it we're back here tomorrow night from 7 o'clock right after the Go Football Show with Global Eco Energy and stick around Mr Alan Shaw's on the way next to go Go Radio and Home Store and more are giving you the chance to win a gift card up to the value of £250 to spend in store or online this Christmas listen to Crofty and Grado next week on Go Radio Breakfast as we put your general knowledge to the test win on Go Radio with Home Store and more Enjoy Christmas at the East Kilbride store or online. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk Still to find the perfect venue for your Christmas staff day out? Queen's Park have the perfect solution with our hospitality package on 9th December when Queen's Park take on Inverness Caledonian Thistle at Hamden with a Christmas-themed menu, festive fizz on arrival and drinks package plus lots of festive